What is up, peeps? Back for another ep. It is... I don't even know what the date is. January 8th. And I'm doing this pretty late. Uh, Currently watching the Packers-Lions game. Sunday night football action. Uh, This is to determine... Lions already eliminated, so they're just playing for the hell of it. And Packers have to win tonight in order to... Go, I think they got to go to San Francisco if they win. Or it determines between Seattle and uh, Green Bay to, to go finish out the, the seeding for the NFC. But the AFC is basically set. Bengals won today, as they should have. They, sh- they clinched the AFC North, back-to-back champs. Division champs for the first time in Bengals history, which, honestly, I thought we already did that. I feel like the... Like a Carson Palmer era team had already done that before, but I guess not. I mean, we went six t- like under Marvin Lewis, we went six times under him. I could have swore we had a back to back year, but I guess not. Uh, the boys played great. Uh, I would have liked to have seen them just completely destroy Baltimore. I wish they would have put up forty on them. I don't like it when we're up twenty four to seven and a half, and we only scored three points in the second half, and I don't like that. I don't like that mentality of, all right, we're up, now let's just coast and let's just play to win. I hate that because then Baltimore started to get a rhythm. They started, you know, getting points back. They scored, they only scored nine. Bengals defense played tremendous today, four turnovers. However, the Ravens sat a lot of their starters and a lot of the they had backups in. Doesn't matter. I mean, they 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 want to cry about you know oh but our backs are in. Uh, it doesn't fucking matter. If you're trying to win, play your guys. You know, that's exactly what the Bengals did, and here we are back to back AFC North champs, and we have the number three seed next. I believe it's next Sunday, one o'clock. We have. The Ravens again, back in, I almost said Paul Brown, but it's not Paul Brown anymore, although it will always be Paul Brown Stadium to me, back in Paycor next week for the Super Wild Card round. And that is where Joey B and the boys will start their journey to defend the uh, their AFC title. Other good news from this week was... The whole DeMar Hamlin situation that happened last Monday. He is awake. He is making tremendous strides, according to um, doctors at UC Hospital. And I think he FaceTimed them today or yesterday or something like that. But, yeah, he is he's doing fine. He's got, you know, a long road of recovery ahead still. However, he is doing very well, and, and hopefully this is a, a sign for him that maybe he'll play again one day. I, I don't know. Crazy things have happened. You know, with Ryan Shazier's situation that happened to him, no one thought he would walk again, and he is, you know, he's walking. So 
maybe DeMar will play. And maybe, like, some changes will occur to equipment now. Uh, I know I saw a video of this sort of same situation happened to a high school lacrosse kid. And if you've ever played lacrosse, I played for seven years. Uh, most people don't know that. No, most people don't know that I played lacrosse for a long time. Uh, shout out Keith. He didn't know that. He also didn't know that I was very much Catholic because he was very surprised at Gibbs' wedding when he saw me <laughs> walk up and accept the Eucharist and drink the wine. And <laughs> and then when we were at the reception and he was like, dude, are you Catholic? I'm like, yeah, I am very much Catholic. I'm not like a hardcore church guy. I'm not like a hardcore Catholic. But like, yeah, I was raised in the Catholic Church. I was baptized. I uh, what was next reconciliation and the Eucharist. And I was had my confirmation. And then like the last thing to do is to get married in the Catholic Church, which to be completely honest, I do not want to do. <laughs> uh, me in the Catholic Church Stuff that happened to my mom at St. Max after she got divorced. Like, you know, I, I don't want any part with the Catholic Church. But I'll, I'll go to these weddings and it, I'll. They also change the words, like, to the hymns and the sayings. Because I haven't been to church in God knows how long. Uh, like, I'm trying to, like, follow along with the words and stuff and. Like, they just changed it. I'm like, when the fuck did this happen? Like, I just, I sound stupid. Like, I'm I'm saying the old stuff, and everyone else is saying all the new stuff. And I was like, shit. Like, I don't know this anymore. But I still know all the, how to accept the, the body of Christ, the blood of Christ, and all that stuff. So, yeah, I played lacrosse for, like, seven years. Uh, I would say I was decent at it. But, um... So, yeah, this kid got hit in the chest with a lacrosse ball, uh, like, three times in a row. Like, he was a long pole defender, and he was going out on a midi, and the guy just launched it at his chest. And if you never play lacrosse, they play with a, a very, very hard rubber ball. And it fucking hurts when you get hit by it. And, I mean, when you're whipping it with a stick, like... The miles per hour on that is just, it's just getting whipped at you. So this kid wore it three times in a row. And it was like, it wasn't directly into his chest. It was kind of like off his chest and kind of like closer to his rib cage. But it was the same effect. Like it caused his heart to stop. And, and it was very much how it happened to DeMar. The kid gets hit a couple of times and he's just kind of like standing there, and then all of a sudden he's kind of he's wobbling, and then just bam, just drops. And it, the, it was the same time to, to Demar that happened to this kid. He had a cardiac arrest on the field, and they had the defibrillators and everything ready. They they brought him back to life. He's alive. He's still playing lacrosse, but then they modified his uh, his chest protector to now it's like a super thick padding where his chest is and maybe they initiate this kind of change into the NFL now after you know what we just saw with DeMar 
Maybe they're going to thicken up the padding. I don't know. Maybe there's going to be some changes made probably after this season. Speaking of changes, the NFL just decided to fucking out of nowhere just make random changes to just make up rules for the Bengals' bills because they just canceled their game. They didn't let them play. So for the Bengals, they no longer were able to get the one seed. Which is kind of bullshit. Actually, it's not kind of. It is bullshit. Granted, Chiefs won regardless. But still, we had a shot at the one seed. And we don't get a chance to... We didn't, we didn't get the chance to even like compete for a one seed. Bengals beat the Chiefs. And the Bills beat the Chiefs, but the Chiefs still get the one seed. I I don't know. Then this whole coin flip thing, like, if the Bengals were lost, you were really going to bring determining who got a home playoff game for the wild card depending on a, on a coin flip. That is good one, Roger. Good one. All these high NFL execs, like, they're just dumb. I don't, they just make up these silly rules. They don't make sense. It would have made sense to just push everything back, let the Bengals and Bills play, push the playoffs back one week. So you have a quote unquote week 19, Bengals, Bills, it's the only game being played. And then you don't have that extra week for the Super Bowl, but I know that's like that gets the NFL. That makes them hard. Like that week in between the championship game and the Super Bowl, you know they got to get all their their presses and you know they got to prepare for the commercials and blah 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 blah. Whatever that that should have been the right call. Just push everything back a week, let the Bengals and Bills play, and. That's how it should have just gone. Because potentially, Bengals could have gotten a two seed, but that's that's no longer a thing. So, but I'm happy Bengals clinched the AFC division, uh, North division title. We're back. We're hot. We're 8-0. And uh, we are going to be – it's going to be fun to watch them – Go down, go into the playoffs this year again. I did want to talk about uh, a couple things. One thing is, if you're following me on Instagram, my old Instagram account, if you were still following that, is no longer my account because I finally got hacked and someone took it over. They locked me out. They they changed it into their own account. And that's that's fine. Whatever, fine. Here's my issue with it. I had that account for since I was a senior in high school. I had pictures from and memories from my senior year of high school, so when I was 17, 
all the way up until I was almost 28. 11, 10, 11 years of moments and pictures and that I would occasionally you know, go back, scroll through, all the way down to the bottom. And I think my first photo was... I want to say it was Isaac. It was us in the locker room. I forget what game it was after. But he had he tore his ACL that year, so he didn't get to play his senior year. But he dressed, he put his pads and jersey on, put his helmet on. And I'm pretty sure that was my first photo of my Instagram account. But you didn't just take away my account. You, you took away memories and, you know, times that I could think, look at that picture and just think back to that moment and that time in my life and be like, wow. Like, I'm able to just look back and just watch, kind of watch myself grow. You know, be, be a 17, 18-year-old kid all the way up into a 28-year-old man with a kid. Like, I'm a dad now. And I... I found I found my my account when it was first happening. And what also sucked is that it was happening during when I was recording my hurricane <laughs> tracker that day. So I was I was like screaming like fuck 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 like my account's been hacked like how am I going to get this back? And I've heard stories of like they ask for like money and stuff and like you're talking to the wrong person if you're asking for money, bro. They're like, we want 10 Bitcoin. I have zero Bitcoin. And I have, I'm lucky to even have double digits in my bank account, let alone give you a fucking Bitcoin. But I found my account. And I had some, I had some harsh words. Uh, I don't know how in depth I want to go into what I said. Nah, fuck it. I'll say it. It doesn't. Who cares? Uh, I called him. I wish I had a picture because I would just read it off right now. Uh, hold on. Let me. Maybe I do. <laughs> it's so fu- It's so damn funny. <laughs> and maybe it's like. Instagram you just sent. Okay, here it is. <laughs> so it's all from me. Hey, Captain Dickfuck. I will fuck your world up. Give me my account back. You're a pussy. Suck my cock. I'll murder your family. I can get pretty creative about the different ways to end your life. And then I sent, I just sent pussy, 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 pussy. And then I sent, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I sent, you're nobody. And I sent, your life is meaningless. (laughs) And then I sent, kill yourself. (laughs) And then... And say you're a waste of a body hacking an Instagram account. And then just to just to finish it, I say again, kill yourself. So there went my uh old Instagram account. And oh yeah, and then I found the guy who hacked my account because he changed it or something. It's like this Alex Mendez person. I don't know. Somehow I found him and I just started <laughs> messaging him. Said pussy, 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 pussy like 10 times. 
And then I said, worthless, worthless, worthless. And I said, fuck you, cunt. You took away my account. I don't care about you trying to hack me. But then I just said, like, you took away the pictures and memories I can't get back now. You're fucking worthless. And I said, you get no bitches. You're poor. You don't mean shit. And then he responded back, what the fuck, with the crying laughing emoji. Suck my dick, Alex. You fuck. So yeah, that's my my take on my Instagram account getting hacked. And now, I believe I've done a better job at monitoring my account. I made it private because the other one was public. And I think that's how it was easier for people to potentially hack it. Regardless, it is what it is. I made a new account. Uh, it's Kenny Bean 6131, just like the old one, but it's, it's just, you add an extra one to it. So. And it's the new year. Next, next thing I want to get into, it's the new year and a lot of people have fitness goals and like new year, new me. And I say new year, new me, but same me. And this year I want to take... I actually want to take a step towards my physical well-being. Uh, and I believe that it, once your physical well-being is in line, your mental well-being will also be in line with that. Physical and mental with your body, I think they correlate and they go together. So Tanner, who we all you know, thoughts and praise of him still, He's still trying to transition to being a woman. Uh, he's, I think, trying to change his name from. Tan- or he doesn't. His he goes by Tanner, but his real name's Samuel. I think now he's Samantha, Samantha Tondra Sharp. I think that's what he's going by. Good for him, but so, anyways, <laughs> he wanted to. He's been nagging me for a while about fitness and that's like his thing he got really big into fitness because he he bought a home gym he made his own little gym in his garage which is kudos to him uh earlier in the earlier last year we had a little group chat called dilf 2022 and, you know, we were, like, it was an accountability, like, group chat. And, you know, we were just, like, trying to motivate each other. And then, I don't know, I just, I just fell off. And I was really, my diet is shit. You know, I don't, I didn't, I wasn't eating well. I was eating out a lot. I wasn't drinking. I honestly, I, I really don't even drink anymore. I drink socially. Uh, like, if I'm invited to go out, like I'll go, I'll go tie one off. Like that is not an issue with me still. Like I will gladly go out and just get drunk. Uh, and I'll still, you know, if I go out to dinner, if I feel it on like a Friday night or something, like be like, yeah, like I'll I'll have a beer or two at dinner. And I feel like I can still maintain that. And there's there's a quote from Bert Kreischer. And I'm sure Tanner won't like to hear this, but I want to, he said, I want 
he, he, I'm quote, quoting him saying, I want to keep my body healthy enough to continue to party. And that's kind of, I, I, I was like, yeah, like, I think that'd be a good goal for me. Like, I don't want to quit, you know, partying when I get the chance. Like, I want to continue to, like, just go to bars and have those nights where you don't know what's where it's going to lead. The, I found those nights to be, like, a lot of fun. But I want to keep my body healthy enough in order to keep doing that. I'm not nearly as much as a partier as Bert is, and I'm not nearly as much as the partier as I was, God, even like three years ago. But I want to be able to feel good enough to like, if I do go out, I'm not going to wake up the next morning just completely hungover dead. And... I did. I I went out with my team, my softball team, uh, a couple weeks ago, and we had a good night. And I had, you know, the drinks were flowing, the shots were going. It was a good time. And I hadn't quite been. I didn't drive. Just just to let y'all know, I did not drive. I got a ride back to my house. But it was one of those nights where when you close your eyes, you get the spins. And I have not had the spins in a very, very long time. Like, you know, sometimes when you get, I found, I could, I found a way to beat the spins. Like if I wasn't like that drunk, like I was still pretty drunk, but I've been to points where like I get the spins so bad that I'll end up just throwing up regardless. However, I had the spins. And what I do is like, I feel it and I'll open one eye, keep that eye open and I'll just take deep breaths in and out for a while. Then I'll open both eyes and do the same thing, in and out breathing for a while. And I'll close my eyes again and I'll feel spins happening again. And I'll just repeat this pattern essentially until I fall asleep. But this certain night, I got up, walked over to my uh, island, kitchen island, and that's where I keep my ibuprofen at. Popped four ibuprofen and went to sleep, woke up. I felt amazing. I have never felt so good after a night of drinking like that. After I just popped four ibuprofen... I woke up and I just sat up and I was like, I feel fantastic right now. I don't feel hungover. My, I don't have a headache. You know, like my body doesn't hurt. And maybe that's just the drugs that was in, like inducing me to feel this way. But regardless, I felt fantastic. And that might be my new drunk night tactic in order to not wake up hungover. Other people were like, you know, drink Pedialyte or like drink a glass of water before you go to bed or something like, eh, fuck that. I'm going to take drugs in order to make myself feel better the next morning. I mean, it was great. Like I, I, I can't explain why it, it, 
I understand that ibuprofen is meant to make you feel better, like aches and pains and, you know, fevers and stuff. But that was awesome. I have never felt that kind of, like, that feeling of just waking up. Like, I could have honestly gone outside and just ran three miles. Like, that's how good I felt. I was, I was just, like, up and I was moving. I was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. But... I've gone really far off from my original train of thought. Tanner wanted me to work out. He's been nagging me for a while. Uh, I was a big bitch boy. I quit. Because I was making the excuses of... like, Because fuel is so expensive. I was saying, like, I have to... I don't have the, the luxury of living in... A home with a gym in the garage. I don't have that luxury of living in a um, an apartment complex with a gym. Just you just take the elevator down main lobby. There's your gym. I was making the excuse of I have to go somewhere in order to perform the exercises, and then I have to drive all the way back to my house. And I'm essentially I'm burning fuel and I'm wasting more money that way so that was my excuse for this whole time and it just got to a point to where I just kind of had to do some digging and I was like you know what maybe it is time it is time to hold myself accountable and to finally get back on track because I used to this is that uh, this is roughly the heaviest I've ever been in my life. I'm sitting, I was around, I was like 246. I was pushing 250. You know, that's, that's not good. I was, I mean, just a mere three years ago, I was 220. And I was a good 220 because I was working construction. You know, I was, I was still thick boy, but like I was definitely more of an in-shape thick boy. And I would like... And before that, I was... In the military, I was... I mean, at my heaviest when I was in the Army, 214, 215. But it was like a very good 215. Like, I carried it well. Like, you couldn't tell that I was 215. So that's my goal. My like I'm 240 245 246. Uh last week I start we started our little fitness challenge like we have a whole spreadsheet planned. We have goals set. Um we have to hit a certain amount of workouts in a week and it's something like if we don't hit that X amount of workouts, like we owe each other X amount of miles ran. So this week, I have three miles to run, and Tanner has a couple miles himself to do. So, and I feel like I started last Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, I didn't do anything. Last Wednesday and Thursday, I felt it hurt. (laughs) 
it hurt the next couple of days a lot, but uh, I was just doing exercises to the point of not failure, but just pushing my body enough to be like, okay, like this is how it feels to lift weights again, and this is how it feels to hop on a treadmill and to walk and you know push my body. You know, that's my goal every week, like just to push my body just a little bit at a time because I want to get back to a certain pedigree of myself. And I think that you know I'm definitely more motivated this time around and I'm going to be held more accountable this time with this with this whole like spreadsheet and like these are your punishments because I I don't want to feel like I'm dodging this again and if I if I have these like I have to do these miles like I will do them. And I feel like it's just a very good mindset, you know, you have to do these in order to, you have to put in the work to get the payoff. And, like, I think that's just finally clicking for me now. So that's my goal for 2023 is definitely take care of my physical health. And hopefully, not just for this year, but it should be for the foreseeable future for however long, uh, However many years I have left on this planet, I want to keep my physical health uh, in not top-notch condition, but, you know, in a definitely more (laughs) suitable manner than what I feel like that I am now. And just because I'm, I have like a competitive, I'm a competitive person, like I definitely want to, I want to beat Tanner, like. That's one of my greatest feelings ever is just beating Tanner in anything. Because it doesn't happen much for me, but, you know, I feel I, I just got to win. Like, that's, that's what it comes down to. I have to beat him. Like, <laughs> I, I have to beat him. And then maybe, like, when all this is, while I'm doing all this, like, I told myself last week also, like, maybe I could run like a 5k or something before the end of this year and then maybe work my way do a couple 5ks uh potentially maybe do a 10k which is like six miles so who knows we'll we'll see how the body's feeling i know it hates me right now but we're gonna get on track and it's gonna be golden let's see where i'm at because i haven't looked at the time roughly 30 minutes okay all right. Well, I think that's where I'm going to leave it off for this week. Uh, I know I keep saying I'm going to try to find people to bring on. I don't. I don't know who I want to bring on. Uh, I want to bring Tanner back on. Obviously, that's like my my number one thing. But I don't, I, ho- I hope to one day that he comes back. But uh, I would definitely keep trying to reach out to people and be like hey like you just want to hop on here for for a half hour or so and let's just bullshit with each other and you know kind of discuss some things and whatnot but uh yeah thanks for uh for listening to another week and we will be seeing you